0: Welcome to the Homeschool Loft Cast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home, and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. We've been talking in some of our recent episodes with moms who homeschool in a variety of life circumstances. We talked to Hannah Twimala, who's growing her family through adoption and educating kids with special needs. Missy Martins as a business owner. Carrie Ebel as a single mom. Mary Fonts as who homeschooled while serving as a missionary and Sheila Higginbotham as a working mom. And now today, we welcome our friend, Melinda Eck, who has homeschooled her children while also being involved in community activism and even politics. Welcome, Melinda. Thank you.
1: Welcome, Melinda Eck, to the Homeschool Loftcast. <laughs> so first off, tell us a bit about your family, your children,
0: your husband. Grandchildren in your case. Yeah, in yes. my case.
2: Okay, so um, I have five children. And, uh, as I was, you know, kind of telling you prior to the, the show, I guess, um, I'll just go over it now, but, um, I, we have five, but they are very, um, spread apart. So our oldest is our son and he's 33. And then we have four daughters, um, and they're 30, 25, <clears throat> excuse me, 21 and one that just turned 17. So, uh, like I said, very, very widespread out. And then I have six grandchildren and they are all also being homeschooled as well.
0: Yay. <laughs> I'm
2: so jealous. Right. Well, eventually. For the give grandchildren it, give it time. Part, yeah. Yes. Give it time.
1: I <laughs> want <laughs> to be a young grandma is what it comes down and to.
2: That, and I, I was, yeah, you know, see, cause our oldest blessed. is 10. So yeah. Wow. wow. And what about your husband? Oh, um. Don't forget him. <laughs> his name. <laughs> Bill. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, um, he's, he's a lot of his time has been spent doing, um, being self-employed. So that's helped him to be very, um, I guess, flexible Mm and being able to join us for field trips and lot of and he's done a lot of bringing the kids to the field trips too. Um, when I couldn't do it. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. What about your homeschooling journey? So did, when did you start and what
0: were your motivations? Um, have you been doing it the whole time or, or do you have experience in other types of schooling situations with your kids?
2: Um, well, it's interesting because I actually had never heard of homeschooling Mm. ever, like a never, Mm. but I've always loved the library. And, um, so one day, So I was at the library and I used to take care of my niece as well. She and my son are about the same age. She's a little bit older. And so I, uh, and I had my, so I had my two oldest, my son and my oldest daughter, and then my niece. And we went to the library and I'm walking, um, by a shelf and all of a sudden my eye got uh, caught this book that said something about homeschooling. Mm. And I was like, what is that all about? Now my son was in (laughs) kindergarten and my niece. Okay. So they would be with me in the morning. This is back when kindergarten was half day. Okay. So they would go in for one o'clock for, um, for kindergarten Mm -hmm. anyway. So I saw the book, I I saw that and I ended up checking out like 12 books on homeschooling that day. (laughs) And so when you I'm say the library had 12 books on homeschooling, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. Uh, well, pretty much everything they had, I had like stacked up in my arms and brought it home with me yeah. and I read it. And I was like, okay, I, I, I'm going to try this. And so I didn't officially start then. I would work with them in the morning and then bring them to school in the afternoon.
1: Mm-hmm. So I,
2: I continued to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I felt like the Lord had put it on my heart to homeschool, obviously, yeah. you know, 12 <laughs> yeah. books going home and never had heard about, home. I'm like, what, is right? what did your husband that's think crazy. when you brought home all these books? To be honest, he said, let's do it. Yeah. And Just, I'm like, yeah. okay, but you're not the one <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to do it. And so, um, it took me a few years to be obedient and, and that's how I call it because I know he was putting it on my heart then. Um, so that was kindergarten and then, um it was, so Jonathan went through third grade in a public school mm-hmm. okay. and our daughter, Brittany, went to kindergarten and it ended up being a really horrible experience for, she probably had fun, <laughs> but, um, well, this is a long story, but it, I know it was part of God just make it, you know, forcing me, but he went through third grade. He didn't learn how to read. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is going on? And And I would work with him at home and do things. Well, it ended up, he was dyslexic. So out of our five children, we have three dyslexics, but, um, he was, they didn't pick up on it. I asked about it and, um, then especially when, you know, Brittany goes into kindergarten and I noticed some things. And so I kind of had picked up, I'm thinking, you know, noticing things with Jonathan. So then I thought, well, Brittany is kind of showing the same thing. And they're like, oh no, you know, kids write things backwards, whatever. And, um, well now I know why they don't want to, mm-hmm. uh, and I, maybe I'm getting negative, but, um, no, they don't want
0: to, okay. Just <laughs> <'Cause laughs> tell the truth. That's I'll fine. Tell you
1: what.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the homeschool podcast where we speak truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, it costs them money to get their, your kids tested. It does. This is, yeah. There's a lot of things I found out, you know, um, where I'm like, I was asking, you know, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, And especially when, um, after Jonathan did the California reading test Mm. and he was two years and four months behind of where he should be. Mm. And I said, well, you know, what are you going to do about this? Like what, what's, what's the plan here? And they said, oh, well, he doesn't qualify because he's now two years and six months behind.
1: Mm. I was like, are you
2: kidding? And did you say
1: behind what? (laughs) What does that mean behind? Yeah. Ooh. Behind
2: where they were supposed to yeah, be based right, on, the, exactly. you know, right. the standard, which X is, test. you know,
0: in the school, it's hard because all the kids are supposed to keep up with each other. Right. So he probably did feel behind and, and bad about himself. Oh, I he did. Imagine, he did. Know? He yeah.
2: had terrible stomach aches every day. Aww. I would give him ginger because I thought, well, I can't keep him home every day. I mean, this yeah. is back, you know, you're still sitting. Yeah. Um, that's okay. There we go. That's better. Yep.
1: Um, <laughs> Even if it came off, we can still hear you. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like feeling Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, he did. He he really did not want to go to school each day, and um, he'd come home, and I'd say, uh, you know, how was school, and he'd tell me all about recess, yeah. what they did at recess. Mm. Um, that was the only thing. Um, and then uh, pff, they wanted to hold Brittany back, and I'm like, mm. I asked you to test her, you know, and stuff. So that was yeah. like the straw. Yeah. Mm. And so that summer, and and like I said, I. I knew that the Lord had put it on my heart to homeschool, but I I just didn't know if I could do it, which I I know we all, we hear that. We sound that, it sounds so familiar. Now I'm like, oh, it's- Even though he dropped the 12 books on
1: you. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because I bet, I bet you- if we went to the library today,
0: there's not 12 books about
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there were three or two when I went there.
0: I don't know. We'll have to do a survey, but.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a couple of different locations, but this was no. up in the adult section, mm-hmm. um, not in the resource center oh. now that they have, they have the yeah. resource center. Okay. But, um, so anyway, uh, that, so that's summer. So they finished school and, um, for the year at the public school. And then I. Started doing things during the summer with them, just to test to see if I could do this. Sure, yeah. And and then and did you funny, have a third by that point, or just still the two? I I did have a third. Okay, so you had yeah. a baby when you're trying to figure this
0: out with the older two. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. I put that in there because people think they can't homeschool if they have babies and toddlers, mm. and here you are trying as a brand newbie.
2: Yeah, <laughs> brand new. Yeah, yeah. And she was a baby, and and to add to that, the funny because my sister, uh, well, I have four sisters, but what the one sister she was her and her husband would travel quite a bit for work. So I would take care of her two kids. They live in Milwaukee. So they would come and stay with me when they would go away. So my niece and nephew were with us too. Okay. And so they were having fun doing school with us. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and we had, we really enjoyed it Mm. and, um, the kids enjoyed it too. And so we decided, and like I said, the whole time my husband's like, yeah, let's do this. You know, yeah. no problem with it. when I say let's, I
1: mean you. Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, Now telling the family, uh, that's a whole different (laughs) story. Well, what was that like? (laughs) That they, I I really was not, um, supported in it Mm. really Mm. from, yeah, I would say almost nobody. Mm Wow. You know, and in fact, they were the opposite. Yeah. Um, but what, uh, you know, I mean, we were Christians too, so yeah, add that in there. You're Maybe already you're, weird, so why, <laughs> yeah. why not? they are already just go walking off? against the current, <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly, well, and,
0: and that's hard because a lot of times people are like, you know, my my in laws, my parents, my siblings don't support us; they're anti. So many, so I can't do it, and mm-hmm. it's it makes it hard, right? But who has responsibility for your yeah. children except for you and your husband? Exactly. Like if the spouses aren't on board, that's h- much harder to deal with. You have to right. get there, but
2: yeah, and thankfully, right away, Yeah. Know, he's like, "Yeah, I totally see this." Um, so, uh, yeah, we started and, um, so the really, really cool thing for me after the first year when we, and, uh, you know, we go, you're learning all the time. Like oh, nice. we know it yep. just everything's right. all about what, what can we learn here? Yep. Um, but at the end of the official first year of homeschooling, I said to my son, I said, do you miss going to school? Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he said, not one little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know. It kind of make me, you know, yeah. get a yes. little emotional sometimes because yeah. it was like such a confirmation. So oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So. And what's cool is he has five children and they're homeschooled.
0: Exactly. Right? Which yep. is
1: so yeah. cool. And they didn't spread their kids out like you did, those <laughs> five kids.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're doing a lot, I think, to, together, you know, yeah. the same yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: But I mean, they carried on that far. And uh, was your daughter-in-law homeschooled or he just convinced her or, or shared his
2: life story and... She uh, was not homeschooled her whole life, but she did homeschool some. Okay. And then her, um, so she has eight siblings, um, mm. one biological and the rest are all adopted. Not that that you know, really matters, but, yeah. um, and then her mom was homeschooling her um, siblings. Mm-hmm. So she did have uh, exposure to both as yeah. well. Okay. All right. And she was on board too, obviously, because here they are doing it, right? Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. And our, and our daughter has been, you know, doing it with her two-year-old. Yep. So. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> she's just, got a great legacy. Yeah. It's awesome. Cause she'll huh. send me pictures. She sends a lot of videos and pictures and stuff, obviously, cause they live, you know, 12 hours away. Um, and it's such a blessing to see the different things she's doing. Cause you know, it's things I've done with them and yeah. Yeah. I
1: love that. Tell us about your work in the community, Melinda.
2: This the, might be kind of a long part of the story, yeah. right?
0: Because you've been involved in different things for quite some time. And the ministry you
1: run and about your forays into the realm of politics over the
0: years.
2: <laughs> it's wow, going to get spicy in here. Because okay. okay. I, mean, I
0: think you were involved in community stuff when I first met you or shortly thereafter. Because you ran a co-op that I came to mm-hmm. when my girls were like five and six years old or something like that. And then I think after that, it was always you were always involved in something in the community. So,
2: yeah. Um, well, and I, I, you know, I did children's ministry for over 20 years too, but, um, so I, I guess like you were saying earlier, I like children. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I hope it shows. Um,
1: (laughs) I mean, you were a clown.
2: Yes, that's true. (laughs) And that sometimes people don't believe, but, um, uh, okay. So, so backing it up, um, community. I, I was on the board for the G uh, for the well at the time when I first started it was Green Bay Area Homeschoolers. Okay, yeah. and so the, it was one like, of the homeschool groups in our town, right? Yes, yes, yeah, and um and then we, you know, as part of that, then we actually I suggested changing the name to Green Bay Area Christian Homeschoolers. Um, oh, was so, you? I yeah, was never knew all these years. years it was part of yeah because we yeah. were doing the bylaws and all that, and I said, yeah. you know, as long as we are doing this, we should add that because we want to make sure that we don't somehow get told we can't pray and do all that while we're meeting. So yeah, that was back. That was like when I first started as a board member. So I was on the board for three years and during that time. um, So before that, when we first started homeschooling, somebody else did a Mm co-op and our kids loved it. And, and then, you know, it is a lot of work. So whoever was doing it, they didn't do it anymore. And I'm like, you know what? I want to bring that back for my kids. Yeah. Um, So I did plan that. Um, That was for three years as well, mm-hmm. Um, so getting I was in, involved in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, it, I didn't really work outside of the home. Um, it, There was at one point I I drove school bus, so I did stuff so I could work around my homeschooling schedule okay. while the kids were yeah. younger. Um, but oh, and all these things that I uh, endeavors, I guess I get into is <laughs> I bring my kids along with me on the. Uh, you know, things like they, they did children's ministry. Yeah. They did learning, you know, puppets, they did all so this stuff. Did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're learning while they're doing it and they're making a difference in the community, Yeah. you know? So just like everything we do, we try to bring it in. And in fact, I'll tell you a funny, kind of a funny story. It's probably leading into another question you have, but um, always looking for that opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my 17 year old, it, it, I'll even do, i I'd still do it with her. And, and she'll, she knows it's so funny. I laugh because I'm like, my kids know me so well. <laughs> so we're in the car going to do like a field trip or something, you know, where, where we can learn something. And I, I said, as long as we're in the car and she starts laughing. She, <laughs> she's like, okay. And, and we started doing, you know, I was throwing some multiplication facts at her. Oh, yeah, That's what we, you know, that's the that kind of thing. Car schooling, right? Yeah, you got to try car to find spooling. those those moments. So that that's just an example, but she knew exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And this was just last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like we got to stay sharp, you know? That's yeah. right. Let's work Always. on something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, but yeah, I've been the, on the board for my neighborhood association for mm-hmm. I, I was trying to figure out what this probably seven years. Okay. Um, and then in 2016 I did I ran for city council um and um didn't win. And so now I'm running again this yep. year. Yay. Same position, right? Same so, position. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. It's just uh city council district eleven um in Green Bay. Yeah. So Uh, I I guess I just always look at um I if I I wanna be part of the solution Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I wanna set that example for my kids Mm -hmm. that we don't want to just sit back and let things happen. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when you said it's gonna get spicy, well, this last year and a half has really brought it to the forefront (laughs) for me. (laughs) For sure. And done a lot of um getting involved in leading protests and Mm -hmm. things and back the blue rally and uh, nine eleven. memorial, 20 year memorial recently.
1: Right? God bless you. Just reading all of your Facebook stuff. And thank I've you. learned a lot, Melinda. I have learned a lot through you. Well, thank just you. Just through all the stuff. And because before this year, I can honestly say to everybody here, listen, people, I have never learned so much as I have this year. And it really is through people like you of just the, even the Green Bay, no mask thing. Who would have known? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All of this yeah, stuff that would you learn, right? right? All the stuff that you learn right. in there, and it's crazy. Yeah,
0: well, and I think one thing we've learned, right, is that local politics really makes all the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Because we think that the local races don't matter, but in our community, we saw. With mask mandates and things, how important <laughs> having the right older people in place. And and unfortunately, we don't have enough of the right ones, right? So we need you. That's right. <laughs> and <laughs> you'll be replacing somebody who is one of the good guys. I yeah, know that. He's been a freedom fighter. Yeah. And yeah. I say
1: this because we can't sit back. We've That's sat back right. too long. This is why we're, we're we are where we are.
2: Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so... Well, some people have the false belief and, and I have run into that. Even um, when I ran before there were people in my district, I'm like, oh, yay. There are people I know. They're Christians. I go to school or um, church with them. Yeah. yeah. And uh, very disappointing that they wouldn't even put a sign in their yard because mm. they said they felt like the Lord said, we're not supposed to be involved in politics. Mm. So I, yeah. that's a whole other can of worms, but disappointing because yeah. I'm thinking, what i think i, I think it's the opposite of the truth
0: yeah, yeah I, I would so have so to agree I think
2: so you also have life skills yes so tell us about oh, yeah.
1: that yes and yeah. when you started um, that
2: so i started in 2009 i started working as a facilitator and also um then i got hired on as um exe- as a executive assistant i guess um or administrative assistant and then um actually the here i ran for office um then I was asked to become the executive director. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, that's something that, um, well, thankfully it's, it's flexible around my schedule, but the great thing right now, as far as homeschooling with my youngest is because she's 17. Yeah. She's very good about making sure to get her schoolwork done. And, um, I, I'd like I like the idea of unschooling or whatever, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so I try to incorporate that into our lives. But it makes me feel better for her to have like a curriculum that she goes by. So we. Use uh, what works for each of our children. Like mm-hmm. I, that's what, and I know that's I think one of the be. questions. So I'm probably jumping <laughs> around. Absolutely, that's okay.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, jump right in. <laughs> Go ahead and tell us because I was going to ask.
0: With, <laughs> with three of them
2: being dyslexic, yes, I, you know yes. that really
0: affected. Because some parents think they cannot homeschool if their kids have learning disabilities yeah. or, or learning differences, is yeah. what I want to call them, right? But right, yes. like that customizing is actually I think more helpful, right? You saw firsthand oh, yeah, experience yeah. with your I, kids, we
1: and tried isn't different that things? why we homeschool? Right. there's no sense. Otherwise we're just mimicking what the school system does by putting them all into a one thing. Exactly. Whether you have two
2: or you have 20, you can't do that. And, and so they would do, you know, we had different things we do and you you end up getting rid of stuff and and whatever. (laughs) And well, that didn't work for this yeah, one. We'll exactly. move on. So um, what are some of the things so sh- that, that did work?
0: Because sometimes people like to hear specifics. They can at least look into it and see if it might work for their kids.
2: Well, specifically for, um, children that are dyslexic. Um, I really like the Vaughn mm-hmm. because it's high interest, but low level reading. Okay, It's so much easier for them when they can feel successful.
0: Yeah.
2: Or I shouldn't say it's easier, but it's they feel more successful yeah. um in doing it. So that was a curriculum that I found um that I really liked for them. And um and then for my other two who aren't dyslexic um uh, we can we lean towards the um Abeka. Mm-hmm. So Madeline loves a Becca writing.
1: We, I'm sorry, the, the literature book. It wasn't writing. It was a Becca, the literature book. It just, it's near and dear. We'll never throw it away. (laughs) I love the pictures. I love the poems. I love everything about it. So. Yeah.
2: Well, I have all mine that have anything to do with American history. Yes. Oh, I figured that's yes. probably important to that's keep. That's a keeper.
1: Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
2: get rid keepers. of a lot of things, but I have a whole stack of all the yes. American history stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. yep. Yeah.
0: And even that literature stuff, right? Because now literature mm, classic literature, it's, I mean, it's still in homeschool curriculum, but um, it's not in public schools anymore. So, mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's probably good to keep. So. truly, Yeah. So, um, all right. So is your youngest involved in what you do with life skills? or in your political stuff directly,
2: or? Um, she has come along with me for the different protests that I've done and the rallies mm-hmm. this past year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So she has been, yeah. And she'll grow, you know, she helps make the signs. <laughs> <laughs> so she's right next to me. And funny you asked me because when we were at the, um, one of the more recent ones of the medical freedom mm-hmm um, she, you know, had her sign and, and, um, she, she was,
1: was socializing. Yeah, she was socializing. <laughs> she was. I'm looking at these Which, questions uh, and I see there's a question about socialization. So <laughs> well, let's just jump into that one. Uh, yeah.
2: We'll add that in there. Um, so there was a, a, a representative, one of our representatives was there and he, he looked at her, Ashley is her name and said, Ashley, do you do this because you want to or does your mom make you do it? And she, and uh, like, I'm not going to answer, you know, Yeah. Right. and she's like, I do it because I want to. Yeah. And he goes, that's what I'm glad. To, you know, I wanted to hear Yeah. Glad yeah. to hear that, that you're involved because there really weren't other children or yeah. I mean, okay. Teenagers, whatever. Yeah, there weren't still, any, still. they're mostly adults. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as far as socialization. And there it is, folks. Um, so
1: that's what it looks like right yeah. there. That is a great example.
2: Exactly. But I, I think that it's, it's interesting because, um, I've had people say this to my children, not just once, but several times over the, over the years of all the five children, um, talk with them Mm -hmm. and they're like, and, and somebody that didn't know them before they're you homeschool, don't you Mm -hmm. like, how did you know that? Mm -hmm. And they said, um, because you have no problem talking to an adult Mm -hmm. Yep, and you answer the questions And I, I say that and I don't want to like throw, you know, public school kids under yeah. the bus or anything, but unfortunately I've seen it where I walk yeah. and I work, I guess I didn't really get completely totally into life skills, but, um, part of what I do there is I, I facilitate besides being the executive director, I facilitate women's classes and I facilitate teen girl classes. And, um, you know, and I, and I, it's, the teen part is my favorite thing. I love doing that part, but it saddens me to see that they struggle with talking with adults. Now Mm -hmm. the, the, the classroom setting brings it out. So they are able to, you know, discuss thankfully, but I can still see that is a struggle Mm -hmm. because you're still like a teacher. Yeah. Oh, you walk in the room. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, we hear that time and time again, probably on almost every single episode we do with our guests, isn't it? Mm -hmm. The proof is in the pudding. Homeschoolers naturally converse it's not forced it's natural because they're always in that environment right around Um, adults
0: around a wide age it doesn't matter what age exactly so so your older your your son could probably talk well obviously his younger sisters but other young children didn't feel weird about that and your little kids can talk to older kids and vice versa and adults that was what sold my husband on homeschooling he was a youth pastor And he got to know all the teenagers in the church that we were attending and he'd come home and I'd ask him how things were. And he's like, I like them all. And then he'd stop. I like most of them (laughs) because you got to be honest. But he said the homeschoolers stood out before he even knew they were homeschooled. And it was exactly that. They, they were interested. They could talk to all the other kids. They weren't in these cliques and they could talk to him and the other adult leaders. And he said. I could totally tell and then I found out they were homeschooled and he said if that's what homeschooling does then I want in. Mm. So, that's
2: it. well it's you know it's a testimony. Yeah. Um and and you know kind of getting back into that to to choosing what to do with each child. Mm-hmm. Um so our son knew very early on um what cuz you know he was involved with children's ministry with us. Mm. He said I want to be a pastor. So we I put him in you know we did elocution club. Um he signed up for they had like classes at church um, which was great because they offered it on, um, uh, it was the youth pastor was doing classes on how to be a pastor and hmm. do oh, sermons wow. and stuff, which was perfect timing. Yeah. I don't think he's, they've <laughs> even done this ever since, wow. <laughs> but they did it when, when Jonathan was there. And, um, so Jonathan ended up being a pastor. He mm. was, uh, uh I want to say he was 30 when he became a senior pastor of a church. Mm. Um, and he's gone on and he's got his PhD in pastoral counseling. Wow. wow. So, you know, you tailor your curriculum
0: to the right. child. Absolutely. So and do you think back to those days when he was struggling in school and they weren't meeting his needs? I mean, you don't want to think what would be his life be like if he had stayed
2: there, but I, you almost wonder, right? Well, we, we've talked about it because yeah. he started to get into a bit of a trouble when he was at school. And I, I know it was because he felt unsuccessful. He, and like I said, he had stomach aches. Um, yeah, he started to get into trouble a little bit. Yeah. And we, you know, when we left, we, it's like, we never looked back and he's a different kid. He just became a different kid in that year. Yeah. Just after being out of the school system. a year. And now he has a PhD. He's a PhD. Who would have thought, right? Mm-hmm. That's God. amazing.
1: Yeah. God knew. Yes, yes.
0: And not that PhD is the end all and be all, but he's called and he's gifted and yeah. the school wasn't recognizing that and able to help him. Right. Well, and right. you could because you're his mom and you know him better than anybody.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it, it would have gone just a different way. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful that I finally was obedient. That's why I was like, <laughs> okay, Lord, it took me four years, but all right. <laughs> I mean, I was still doing it on the side, but yeah, but but still, yeah.
1: What about, is it because you're a busy gal, right? (laughs) Are there some challenges that you faced juggling homeschooling and work? Would you say?
2: I would say yes, but the cool thing is, um, you know, and, and now that I'm the director, I, I can even be more flexible. But when I did say that I would work at life skills, for instance, um, to be facilitator and administrative assistant, they were always good about going around my schedule. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to come in at this time because that's when I'm, you know, I can be done with schooling or, um, and then when I it got to the point where I thought, okay, it's not really working that way. Can we flop flip-flop? That's good. And they always said yes mm-hmm. so it is possible there are people out there that that and and they used to home, they homeschool their kids oh, so um, they get it so That's they awesome. they really got it yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh so i was able to to work yeah. around it and that yeah, yeah it, it does make a difference yeah. but even if you, there's no set time during the day that you have to homeschool um right <laughs> Amen. um like <laughs> times were like my one daughter she would love to she liked to do it at night before bed. And I'm like, if it works for her, (laughs) that's fine. I don't care. Um, you know, so she, and I, I just noticed that was when she was more like her brain seemed to be turned on more. So we would work around that, but something, there's a, a quote that I took on very early on in homeschooling. And that is education is not the filling of a bucket. It's the lighting of a fire. Mm, And my kids still, um, the adult ones Mm -hmm. are constantly learning. Yeah. Constantly learning our
1: theme here at the homeschool loft.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's your theme.
1: Well, it, you know, we always tell parents it's, you know, we, we just talked about today how so many times parents would come in, they come in. The first thing they want to talk is curriculum. What curriculum can we do? And we Mm. say, Hey, let's set that aside. First of all, it's the environment. Yeah. The learning environment. Are you learner as a parent? Are you Mm. a learner? right? When learning is happening at the home, that's the thing. That's where it begins. Put everything else aside, make sure that's happening because that's mm-hmm. gonna, you know, when you strip down all of these uh, schedules and things that we're used to, we've been indoctrinated to believe time frames, and mm-hmm. she should be doing this and he should be doing that. When you strip all that away, it all comes down to one's desire to learn. Either you do or you don't.
2: Right, Exactly. Yeah. Good. And, um, uh, it, and it's funny cause my, my kids will leave. They know that they know that that's my philosophy. And, um, it, it's kind of a funny story, but when you said, am I a learner? Like I am like, I don't, I just like a sponge. I want to yeah. learn, learn, learn. Mm. And I learned, um, one, thing, cause like I said, the library is one of my favorite places. It has been yeah. like <laughs> always. I found out you can only check out a hundred items. <laughs> So yes, how did I find out because I because I did it. did it. Per card though, right? Per card. Per
0: so, card. Uh, yes, yes. You have five children, so
2: That is true. But I didn't want to have to take care of uh, trying to figure items. that out. Okay. So yeah. I had my laundry basket full and I was checking stuff out and all of a sudden it beeped and I was like, What's the deal? And then they said you can only check out one hundred things at a time. <laughs> so that's one of our funny stories. And who even came up with that number?
1: Why only a <laughs> hundred?
0: So that there's other things left for the other homeschoolers, Jenny. I
1: suppose. <laughs> that's I true. Suppose. Don't take them all.
0: So, what about your adult daughters? So we know that your youngest is still in high school, Jonathan. We've heard about him, but yeah.
2: your other three daughters are adults. What are they doing? Um, well, our um, our our oldest daughter, actually, she worked for me at life skills. Okay. She's my assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, and she did childcare for years and years. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, they all like children, which yeah, is yep. great. And that's like it's the beauty of homeschooling It is you, they do, they don't mind talking to younger kids and right. hanging out with them. And so anyway, she did, she did that for quite a while, but now, you know, she's working for me as my assistant. Um, and then um, Sarah, actually, um, she was, she knew she wanted to be in ministry too. Mm-hmm. And she ended up becoming a children's pastor for our church here. Um, but then, um, she got married and moved, you know, 12 hours away. So she is now hundred percent at home with her daughter. Yep. Um, so that's her ministry at this point, but she yes. plans, she's home, you know, they're homeschooling. Yep. Um, but before that she, she got, I mean, that was exciting to me to see that she, um, did this training for ministry mm-hmm. and then she got hired by the church mm-hmm. to be their children's pastor. Um, and then, um, our daughter, Maria, the second youngest, mm-hmm. she does, um, she's like a nanny uh-huh. mm-hmm. again, you know, yeah, with with children, children right? It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ashley is a, is a, a student and she's not working outside the home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Very cool. But she's 17.
0: You know, yes, she's I got mean, some that's, time. that's okay. She does. And so she's a junior. She's got a year and a half more before.
2: Her. Does she have um, thoughts about what she'd like to do after high school? She has a couple different ideas. Uh, she loves animals. And so she's thought about being a veterinarian.
1: Just like you, Tina.
2: Well, I didn't end up doing that, no, but that was my initial plan. She yeah. loved
1: yeah. animals.
0: Calculus
2: got in my way. I don't oh, know why they yeah. even had you take that, but... Mm. <laughs> I know. It, it well, that's one of those things I, I think yeah. what is it good for? I'm just gonna be honest. Um but nothing. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think there's any relevance nothing. to it. Someone told me kidding. that it's like uh it just kind of
0: like to get rid of the people who can't hack it. I'm like, well, that would be okay if it was biology or biochemistry, but I mean, come on, calculus, that has no relevance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about all you calculus lovers out there? What do you think? <laughs> all two of know. you. Send us your email and let us know. No, don't <laughs> do either that.
2: like We're geometry or are you like Calculus. Right. Um, which I like geometry. Um. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. But um, she also is very, very talented as far as from an art standpoint. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So she's taken uh, we've had her take a lot of different art classes. Mm-hmm. And also um, she did a veterinarian class. Veterinarian Clinic at the Humane Society a couple of summers oh, ago. cool. So it was one of those day camps where you go the whole yeah. day and bring your own lunch or whatever. And um, she got to witness them doing... And it was for older kids, which mm-hmm. that sometimes it's a challenge to do those day camps that they're, they don't have it for older kids. Yeah, this yeah. was for older yeah. kids and she got to watch them do a neuter surgery. <laughs> and then
1: yeah. you have to be such a special person to watch that. She,
2: oh, she would sit and watch YouTube videos of, of yeah, baby, of, uh, any kind of animal delivering, mm. uh, Babies. Oh, it, yeah. So she, it was like she was obsessed with it for a while. I feel like
1: somebody was just telling us the same thing, but it wasn't. Yes, it
0: was. It
2: was last week. I remember.
1: Yeah. See that? Uh, <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> There's another yeah, was, one of it, your girls out there. <laughs> it seems real strange,
2: babies. but yeah. So then, part of it was is then they would take they took a stuffed animal and had to practice doing a neuter surgery. So she's like explaining, <laughs> how, cutting it open and took a little stuffing out to, that were the testicles, and I'm like, okay. <laughs>
0: Hey, there's your health ed for the whole you know time too, yeah. right? I'm
1: surprised they just use stuffed animals and that they don't have an actual, maybe for the real thing,
0: right? Well, they Is watched it. It's just it? like elementary middle they school kids, right?
1: Middle nice school, pose. high school kids. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> dog funny. parts and the animal parts are for everybody. <laughs> not just the middle school, right? If that's what you're going to go for. Let's get the, not the real dog, but like the nice model that looks more doggish than the stuffed animals.
0: You get right on that, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who out there can help us? I'm not sure she'd have wanted to do that. I, no, that. No. I, I mean we do that. we did we
0: do dissecting and things like that uh, at home. But. See, I'm so jealous. I was so looking forward to dissecting things on my kitchen table because I had wanted to be a veterinarian. God moved me a different way. I'm totally I'm not supposed to be a veterinarian, right? But I thought, you dissection. And then God gave me two girls who hate science. Oh, who were not called into any kind of science related field. And one became a vegetarian for a while. So she was not about to cut apart anything. No frogs and, there. No. And then the <laughs> one other one was maybe thinking about being a nurse, but then she changed her mind right before high school. So I never got to do it. So I don't know. I'm very jealous. But <laughs> well,
2: it's interesting to say that because Ashley is now a vegetarian.
0: Oh, so, okay. As she still wants to go into being a veterinarian. she lo- Well, she lo- yeah. The veg- uh, loves, yeah. Vegetarian
2: veterinarian. <laughs> so she loves animals. So she, yeah. yeah vegetarian. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. I yeah. made
0: my daughter who wanted to become a vegetarian. She's not anymore, but for a few years she was, I made her write a research paper on it before I let her do it because I needed to know that she would know how to do it in a healthy way. Right. Mm, so, all yeah. right. If you're going to not eat meat, what are you going to replace it with? So. Oh, good idea. Yeah. So then we got some composition out of it too. <laughs> Yes. Multitasking.
1: (laughs) Exactly. What advice do you have for moms who homeschool or want to, but who also feel called to serve in the broader community?
2: I would say that there, you can do it. Um, you, you know, saying you're incorporating things into your life every day, learning, trying to, okay, how can we figure out how can we, well, I would joke with my kids and say, don't tell yourself that you're learning right now. You know, just a joke because <laughs> right. um, cause then it's more fun if you don't realize you're learning, right? Um,
1: <laughs> Wait, let <laughs> but, me just say something before you give your advice. So Madeline, that's, that's a true thing because Madeline, so I, we had all these things, these expectations of, you know, this needs to be done, this needs to be done. And then she had her own books that were quite hard, but she, I would say, you know, she had them. She wanted- to do them herself. And I couldn't be involved about it because that was her thing. It's you could, not You real. couldn't call it part of her school no, day at all, it's not right? part mm-hmm.
2: of the school yeah. day. <laughs> okay. And you're like, oh, well. Well, great. Uh-oh. Just, to,
1: I guess, read the book and don't tell me about
2: it. <laughs> that's funny. When you call yeah. it learning,
1: it's just not fun, I guess. Exactly. Say, right.
2: Right. And actually, um, you brought up the book. Um, so at, this was a, several years ago at church, I had mentioned to somebody that Ashley really was thinking about being a veterinarian. And she said, well, my daughter's a veterinarian. Mm. And she said every year they get a new book on the, um, uh, doing surgery for small animals. Mm. And so one day she came with that book, the old one. It, I mean, this thing was five inches thick. Wow. Ashley still has it. We actually just, she just looked at it the other day because wow. we were something going on with our dog. And anyway, she was looking through that oh, book that's and cool. So, yeah, this is, this is her interesting reading. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> what I mean.
1: That Madeline is the same thing. Hers was, uh, it was something about uh, brain, t- neural I have no, uh, look, it's so hard. I have no clue <laughs> the thing's thick. It's like this psychology, brain, whatever. And that was just her light reading. And we were like. <laughs> Right?
2: Read yeah. it. Yeah. Our oldest, uh, Brittany, actually at one time she wanted to be a doctor or a nurse mm. and math got in the way for her because she's not only dyslexic, she's got dyscalculia and dysgraphia. Mm. So that makes it hard to read, write an arithmetic yeah. to yeah. do. And, and now she, she is, she is a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to working for me, she actually, her and um, one of my daughters, they're writing, they're rewriting Pride and Prejudice into a play.
1: Cool. So they meet together
2: regularly and work on this play. But, um, anyway, so they, you know, they're they're still doing, they do stuff every day. They, you know, they just want to learn. They're just, uh, just, it's exciting. But anyway, with Brittany used to read, um, books on first aid for, for her extra. (laughs) Yeah. For her fun. (laughs) So when I was having one, um, our youngest be a child um she we were going to let her be there when she got delivered but she oh. came so quickly that we didn't even have time to go back oh. home to go get, or have my husband go back and get her she was born like 3 hours 13 minutes later. Oh wow. And um yeah, otherwise she would have been there because I oh, thought yeah. well this would be a really good experience. Yeah. So she wasn't there the other you know the other kids weren't there um so I said to the doctor um I, I said I they when they you know Pulled out the placenta and everything. I, I, well, I said to my husband, "I go get the camera. Why don't you take a picture of that <laughs> <laughs> the doctor?" It's listened. a homeschool moment, yes. it. and my doctor also went to our church and, and she's like, "You homeschool, don't you?" And I said, "Yes, we do." <laughs> so I have a picture of that placenta. That's amazing. And, um, and yeah, I had to.
1: Homeschooling a- is all about you guys. <laughs>
2: I had an abscess in my tooth, uh, actually two, and they pulled it out and um, I did the same thing. I, can vet. I take
1: that home to show my kids? <laughs> For some, it's frogs and crayfish. For others, it's placenta and, you know, abscess to Abscess. <laughs>
2: yeah. Whatever works. So it was works. interesting. Right? The real earthy moms, you know?
0: <laughs> you were crunchy before crunchy was cool, Melinda. <laughs>
2: They wouldn't let me take the, uh, the abscess home. Um, oh, I, gosh. because of OSHA, I don't know oh, something about OSHA. Gosh. You know, said agree. the dentist.
1: I mean, <coughs> live together,
0: you know, really. But back to, if you feel called to community service, mm-hmm. politics, activism, and you've got homeschooled kids, yeah. I mean, cause some people think they have to make a choice, mm-hmm. right?
2: Other advice yeah I, I get them involved in it i and i you know i I'm, I'm not going to say that when my kids were younger that i was doing mm-hmm. uh all of this i was i was very active um in our church mm-hmm. doing children's ministry um at that time and bringing them into it you know they getting they were on the puppet team they were on the drama team they were you know they were doing all these things and then it ended up being that my son felt called to be a pastor and my daughter call, was called to be a pastor. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, you kind of, I guess the biggest thing is look for their wheelhouse and try mm-hmm. to, uh, incorporate that into what you're doing is yeah. to what brings them joy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I actually would, um, sit down with the kids and ask them, okay, what do you want to learn about this year? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a little interview. Yeah let's talk about what we're going to do this year for school. Is there anything in particular that you want to do? And, um, you know, my one daughter wanted to, um, she really wanted to be a, like a DNR warden. Hmm. And so we incorporated, you know, whatever we could into, to doing that and Hmm. learning about, um, cause you know, you got to learn about animals. So we, we brought into, you know, some oceanography books and things like that. Like it just, whatever, um, yeah, fits. Yeah. Well, plus you have to be in law enforcement. Yep. For that. Right. So. so there's a bunch of things there. So, yeah. And she, she is actually on the board with me for the neighborhood association and she oh. has been since she was 16. Oh, wow. We had to change the bylaws because you, had, you were <laughs> supposed to be 18, but we changed it so <laughs> that you could have be, if you had your parents permission, you could be on the board wow. under
0: 18. Okay. So she's kind of got that, that bug of community activism as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And she's That's on the great. board for the, um, for the Green Bay uh, Kickers, oh, which soccer is team soccer on the west team. the west side? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Got to start them young, right? Yeah, <laughs> so true. And I never forced him into it, and that's mm. the the thing. You didn't I, have to. I mean, you know, they you just, just live it.
1: You live learning a learning life, exactly, and exactly. it's contagious. And that's so.
0: Crazy. What would you have done if one of them has said, "Mom, I don't want to be going to these meetings and these rallies and whatever with you"?
2: They didn't have to. Okay. I, I've never forced him into it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the rallies and stuff, that was more recent. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I know he's just um, the one still um, home, yeah. but yeah. Yeah.
2: But uh, when we went, you know, down to city hall for the mask mandate thing, I don't if know if you remember that. I started the Green Bay Against Force masks like on a Saturday. And because I heard on Monday they were doing this, uh, the, the press conference, the mayor. Yeah. And um, so me and three of my daughters, mm-hmm. we all made these signs and we we all went down there and that I didn't have to say really much they were like oh we're coming yeah, yeah. you know yeah.
0: i think they had i mean obviously they grew up with you so they saw your passion for all of that and it just it kind of soaked into them probably by osmosis right <laughs>
2: Probably, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but it's good that they want to, yeah. you know, but I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't like to force them because they're not going to enjoy it if mm-hmm. they, exactly. if you force them into mm-hmm. doing things. Right. Um, so, you know, I, and I was always, Oh, okay. Do you want to do piano? And mm-hmm. so they did piano and, um, just really encouraged anything like that, that they want to do gymnastics mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts?
2: I would say that the, um, the thing is, is try to make it fun. Um, so just an example, um, I actually was just talking to somebody the other day. Um, I had taken the kids to the Renaissance fair one year Mm -hmm. and we were sitting there and my youngest, um, Ashley, she said uh, they, they had the King and all of his men and, um, they were on stage and showing all the different weapons that they used during that period of time. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is an example of wor- what they had there. There were other workshops too. And she, she says, mom, this is how I like to learn. Mm. And, uh, and this was in the middle of a summer, you know, <laughs> Little did she know. (laughs) Yeah. So we've done, you know, Civil War reenactments and things like that to do, you know, just be, especially after she told me that I, I've really tried to add more of that kind of stuff in it. Mm -hmm. Hands on learning. They're going to, they're really going to catch on. They're going to enjoy it. And they're going to, they're going to have a love of learning for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Amen to that.
1: And you are the best model of learning for your children. You always were even before you knew it. I hope that you were blessed by what you heard today from the three of us and your children are capable to do much more than you could ever ask or imagine.